Oh, so we're recording. Oh, hi. Hello. Welcome back. Yeah, episode two. <laughs> After uh, driving cross country from Washington, D.C. Isn't this episode one? No, this is episode two. But I thought it depends on what you like. Does the introduction count as an episode? Is I don't know. I thought in the last one he said it was episode zero. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I said episode one. Okay. But it was also an introduction, so, you know. It could really go either way. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever episode you want it to be. So, uh, anyway, so we got a um, major topic, or our main topic, <coughs> not a major topic, but it does also is a major topic, and it's bridging that gap between aesthetics and hair. And we'll talk about that a little bit more, but trying to figure out a, a layout here for our podcast and just bear with us as we go through it. But um, here are some of the, the things that I have. You don't like just the random tomfoolery? Well, I, I, I love the random tomfoolery, but, you know, having a random a random fact like laid in there okay, somewhere. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And just kind of break up the monotony. But it has to be like a good random fact. No, it, it can't is. just be like. No, it's it's a it's a funny one. Okay. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Let's it's go. about a whale fart. Oh. Why do I have a feeling I've heard you talk oh, about this no. before? <laughs> Did you know, when a whale farts, the fart bubble underneath the water is so large, it can encapsulate <laughs> a full-grown horse. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how someone yeah, figured I that out. I want to know. I'm sure there was a diver out there that was like, huh. Does it smell? Ooh, I bet it does. Ooh, that's like... It's like krill farts. Stanky. I have never eaten krill, so I don't know what Neither krill have farts I, would I... sound like, smell like. <laughs> but like, what would that smell like? Well, but... Like... How do you find this out? It's... I don't know. I want to know what he did to find that on the He Googled funny random fact. I exactly did what you? I did. And yes, then I he did. probably oh. just scrolled through them until he found one that made him giggle or had to do with farts. I hope Absolutely. I hope your whole TikTok page is now whale farts. Probably. And your whole Facebook, it's going to be some weird <laughs> ad for whale <laughs> farts it's and like, horses. Okay, so I, I complete sidetrack, but... I found these underwear oh. <laughs> that have this like built-in pouch for the <laughs> the testicles, the testes, and the uh, everything, right? So I started googling like different types of um, boy panties, <laughs> mantis, <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah, that's a manatee. Yeah, a manatee. Mantis. Anyway. But now all the ads I get on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, all those things are about underwear. Well, that was like three years ago. I tried to buy you pants. I wanted to buy you pants with built-in underwear. Literally, you Google search that. Yeah, you literally Google search that one time and your entire Facebook feed comes up as, you should try these pants with built-in yeah. man underwear. I was like, okay, I'm done. Well, women's underwear has a pocket. Well, but it's not like... Not a huge it, one. You can fit, you can fit a singular chapstick in there. Yeah, like those That's little it. soft lips. Yeah. Not even like a normal chapstick. No, but like the but, short and skinny ones. But yeah, men's underwear, lips. they don't have... 
pockets. Technically, they do. It's the little flap where you like have to, where you pull the penis out. Okay, uh, I'm done anyway. with the conversation. <laughs> All right, that's fine. So, <laughs> need diagrams? No, I don't need diagrams. Okay. But you know, I, fi- I figured you know. That was a, that was a big tangent. Do you want my random fact? What's your random fact? My random fact is actually, it's funny because it's an aesthetics random fact too. Uh. So I kind of killed two birds with one stone because he wanted me to come up with a random fact and an aesthetics fact. So my random fact is, did you know when you get Botox, it has been scientifically proven that when you get Botox, you actually begin to just emotionally feel less. Because your facial expressions help determine your mood, right? It's like those people who were like, even if you're having a shitty day, smile and you'll start to feel better, right? So, but when you have lost those muscles and you can't make any type of facial expression, Mm -hmm. you actually begin to stop feeling So you literally become resting bitch face. Yeah. Like you, you literally begin to stop feeling emotion. I don't like that. It explains so much, though, it for does. some people. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I also feel like resting bitch... Oh, my God. Resting bitch face should be, like, on the ADA list of uh, things <laughs> that you can, you know, be excused from. Get a handicap sticker for? Yeah. Oh, my God. So our handicap <laughs> sticker expired. Heather had shoulder surgery, and she was on uh, temporary disability. And uh, we've been parking, like kings and queens in the the handicap stalls literally now they have to park one spot over it's awful they bitch and moan the entire time it's so bad because my dad is actually still using his yeah. I think he's gonna wait until he's gonna, says he's gonna something. he's gonna get a ticket. <laughs> that's fine, and then he, he'll get a ticket. But he knows that he that's the possibility. Even before but he's we, still using it. Yeah, even before we left, he was like, "Make sure you don't use the handicap sticker. It expires on the 27." And it's still and hanging. It's still in, hanging in the in Frank. in Frank. Mia renamed the car to Frank instead Frank of Fred. The Ford. Oh, Frank the Ford. Yeah, it's Frank. Yeah. Well. Cool. So there's my random fact, and it was aesthetic, yeah, related. So two birds, I feel, one stone. I feel good about myself right now. Congrats, I'm so proud. Okay, so my hair fact. You want to hear my hair fact? Sure. This one's kind of gross. Ew, I like gross. An early Renaissance era hair gel recipe. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Can we try it? Mm, no, no, and I, Heather, I don't think that's a good idea. No, I, I, I definitely then... no. Well, Heather's really big on ingredients, so I found this really interesting. Um, dating from around 300, oh. I, I just copied from my search. Uh, they use lizard tallow blended with swallow droppings. Okay. If you're not sure what tallow is. It's rendered from the fats of animals. Yeah. Okay. Like the soap in Fight Club. Or Soap Man. Soap Man. Yeah. Soap Man. That's a whole thing. So women women also conditioned their hair with dead lizards boiled in olive oil. Ew. Okay. Okay. So. Well, so then did you like look up? No, I didn't. I didn't go any any in any further detail. I just figured it was really funny because it's these renaissance women were literally walking around with lizard fat slapped to their head and swallow shit yeah but that's all they knew 
Well, but I mean, there's got to be a reason why it started. Like, did they say like yeah. why they? But started but doing like, it? if you look at like the the ancient Egyptians, like they were using like good oils and fragrances on their yeah, skin and hair. But this is like thousands of years after. What? Yeah, but it, you also have to look at what was available. Well, I like, do. I do know, like in that same time period, like the Renaissance men would shave their heads because lice were such a big thing. Right. So they would just wear wigs. They would have. It's like a rule of like six wigs and no hair, and you don't have lice. Some weird, Gross. weird Gross. thing. So I mean, if you know any weird random facts, you know, drop it in and let us know. Um, Oh my God, we like seeing that. Uh, I created a Instagram page for us. Um, and it is. It's hold on, let me look it up. I'm pretty sure it's along the lines of "It's Fine" podcast. It, it is, but I, I got to give you the right one. Oh, there's, there's multiple, multiple "It's Fine" podcasts. No, no. It's period fine underscore podcast. Well, that's complicated. Um. So. Go on there, give us a follow. I, I, I did a, uh, our first post, and it says, Giddy up, sparkle farts. There's chaos to be spread. Thought it was a, so I thought it was a good one. So, um, funny it's memes. A cat riding a unicorn. It's a cat riding a unicorn. Daddy, can I start calling you sparkle farts? <laughs> no, but that's your name. Hmm. Yeah. One more puppetilla. <laughs> sparkle hey, farts. Hey, sparkle farts. How you doing? I'll just call you whale fart. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. That's what a whale fart smells like. Gross. I'm done. I just showered. What are you <laughs> about? I am not drunk enough for this conversation right now. Different podcast. That is well, a different po- different podcast. One of our favorite podcasts, and it's a shout out to them. Uh, that's why we drink. It's funny. It's so good. So good. If you're into paranormal ghost stories and murder, true crime mysteries go give them a follow yeah they're pretty entertaining they're amazing a lot more entertaining than us by far but um so our next uh little thing about what i have um killian's horoscope why didn't you oh, put killian's in horoscope banter in the because i didn't Instagram? i ran out of characters well that's when you get rid of shenanigans and put banter no, okay, anyways, I'm, Killian's horoscope. Killian's he's, horoscope. He's an Aquarius. He is an Aquarius. His mother. His birthday is February 17th. So. In case we forget again. Aquarius horoscopes. Let's see. Today, which we're recording uh, July 3rd, but uh, his, his today is suddenly things are coming to a head for you. Aquarius, the drama is escalating and you aren't sure if you can remember all your lines. Take things one step at a time. Deal with issues as they come. If you get ahead of yourself, you might be overwhelmed by what you fear will be more daunting situation than you can handle. Don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> so basically what they're saying is if you get caught humping your lamb lamb, and daddy's videoing it and sends it to the family chat he knows that people are going to make fun of him later it's fine i didn't make fun of him yes you did no you said what the hell he was he was going to town on that lem 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 why does she say it lower than you because i speak like a man like a man it's my superpower it's superpower superpower 
Um, so yeah. Well, why don't we get to like the actual topic before we're like 20 minutes in and we haven't even talked about anything relevant. I mean, we fair. We followed his agenda. Okay, fair. We followed his agenda. You didn't like the whale fart? No. Uh, the whale fart was, was fine. Weird. It was weird. It's funny. Mm. I laughed for like a good hour. Really? Yeah. Because I'm just I'm just imagining this full size like Clydesdale trapped in this whale fart bubble, floating from like a hundred meters under this under the ocean. And then what just pops at the top and there's this poor like Clydesdale now like trying to Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's swim for exactly. dear life. <laughs> exactly. Oh He's like, get me the hell out of here. Um yeah. Pepsi. Okay, sorry. I'm sure you're not, like, drinking wine or something. I thought about it, but the fridge is really far. We have an able-bodied teenager that can pour it for you. I know. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be back. Um, so, bridging the gap. <clears throat> oh. Sorry, you had something in your hair. Um... Anyway, so bridging that gap in the industry, the beauty industry, there's always been this... What are you doing? She just found a weird red Solo cup in the cupboard. Oh. And Did it grossed her out. So bridging that gap in the beauty industry, it's always been this... Um, hair versus skin. Hair versus skin, and really... What good is it doing for us to be this? Well, and especially within, I feel, the school setting, when you have a school that offers, say, all of it, right? You have a school that offers hair, and they offer aesthetics. There's always, for some reason, this weird... Like, there's this... It's not a, I'm better than you. It's like a... My program's better than your program. Yeah, it's a program thing, and it's just so bizarre. But even instructors get in on it, where it's like, just naturally, estheticians are just more introverted, right? We're more quiet, we're just less of people, people, we're less people, people. Um, But that's why we went into aesthetics, because you don't really have to make as much small talk than Cosmos. Facts. And... Usually, if you're a cosmetologist or hair design or, you know, on the hair side, you are typically just much more friendly, much more open, much more extroverted. You know, it's easier for you to start conversations. Like, I will say in my experience, one of the biggest things that aesthetic students are nervous about is like that consultation, right? Because they have to like talk to Mm -hmm. the client. Right, right. And I'm like, I get it. It's difficult, but it's just one of those things. But I feel like most Cosmos don't have that same fear. Like, they're just, just okay, what are we doing today? What did you want? You know, it's... I, I, but, I, feel, I feel like people in the hair the hair side of the beauty industry are a little bit more social. Yes. And, you know, that that's kind of, you know, my, my thing is that I have to, you know, be... Like, today I spent all day in the house because we just got back from uh, Washington, D.C. and we drove... But, um, you know, it's... I like how you make it sound like you were the only person in the car, so you didn't want no, to I, the I, car. No, I chose. I, I, I chose to drive as much as I did. We could have made you drive through Nebraska. No. But no. I refuse to drive through we Nebraska. We took on Nebraska as... A team. Empowered women. Yes. 
My mom is empowered women training. Yes, you I should be. Are. You should. That's be. a whole other episode. Though, that is. So. That is. Yeah. Okay. So back to this. Anyways, bridging this gap. I, I feel like when it comes to the. I wouldn't even say it's a hatred between the two. It's, it's, it's just, just weird. The difficulty of like what I don't understand is you offer two different things. Like aesthetics does something completely different from hair. So why can't you work in one facility and boost each other up? And because so, even within like a salon or whatever, you have a really it's really difficult to cross promote for some reason. Like why is it so difficult? For these to cross promote because when you and I have we've done been doing it fine. right we do it all the time right with it's it's it just feels like second nature for me with my clients to sit there and say oh well after your facial did you want to go ahead and get a blowout right and then from there it's easier for him to talk them into a haircut or color or whatever or you know he'll have someone in the shampoo bowl or they'll just be talking and they always start talking about like things that they don't like about themselves and stuff like that. And it's like, well, my wife does skincare. If you ever have any questions about, it's about having that know, conversation. But I just I don't understand why why we as an industry make it so difficult for estheticians and cosmetologists to work together and even just get along. You know, like we. I mean, at our at our former employers before we opened our school, we um, we noticed it a lot because it's like you have this wing of the building only. You cannot exit this side of the building unless you f- want to be like judged heavily. Yeah, and it was just, I think. When I came on, I would spend a lot of time with the Cosmos, and I think it's just I understand Spent 20 them. years yeah, dealing with Yeah, I understand one. them because I'm married to one, and so it was just a lot easier. You know, I would talk to them and stuff like that, but quite a few of them would always say, wow, you know, like, you're the first aesthetics instructor that we've had that would, like, come hang out and talk to us. I'm like, I get the introversion-ness of it, but at some point, like, yeah. you have to become comfortable with your coworkers. Well, I mean, that's that's right, the workplace environment. But I also feel like when it comes to aesthetics, it is a, um, as you said, it's very introverted. You know, you, you literally go in there for that appointment. You know, right? Like you're going to be wrecking their face either with micro needling and a peel, or you're, you know, you're waxing hair off their body. You know, it's not a pleasurable. It's not always a. Ple- <laughs> it's not always an instant. You know, it's not a. It's not a spa facial. Feel good. But you know, in the long run, it's the it, the consistency within uh, aesthetics is, you know, what your goal is to you know answer that. But I think there's also that fear. We, okay, real talk. We are in an industry where as much as we say we don't judge people based on whatever, we 100% judge oh, 100%. every single person. It's just how you handle that judgment, right? Like Yeah. But I think there's that fear on both ends of the spectrum where you have estheticians who are like oh because we don't care about our hair literally like we pull it up in a ponytail and we keep it out of our face because 
we have to. Right. Right. You, well, and usually you're in a dark room. Well, but not even that. But like when you're doing certain things, like you want to make sure that you're not touching your hair, you're not touching right. your face, you're not touching anything because you don't want to contaminate anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So the majority of like, and we don't want to wear makeup because if we're doing a facial, sometimes we sweat. Sometimes we sweat when we're waxing, and so it's like I don't. Why? Want, why does waxing always get you sweaty? I don't, I don't know. That's... Like, perf- like doing a wax, like waxing a leg, you always get really, really hot. Yeah. And there's, you start sweating. There's something about, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I wish I had the answer to that because I am a profuse sweater. It's ungodly how much I sweat. It's crazy. Well. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I think it's that aesthetics are worried that. Cosmos are going to judge. judge their hair. Cosmos are worried that aesthetics is going to judge their skin when really like we're in this together. We're going to judge you, but we're also here to help you. So like you have any questions, you're in the right place. So right. It's like, if there's any time that you feel self-conscious, like in school is the best time because there's something that can be done. Right. Right. But right. I, but I just, I don't, un, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that there's such a divide. Well, you know, something that we've always talked about within our school is that we, if there is common ground when it comes to classes, like an anatomy class, like cosmetology, you have to do a certain amount of anatomy it's a lot less than what a master aesthetics student would do, but can you combine those classes where they're getting that information? Well, and the thing is, I feel like it wouldn't hurt a Cosmo to know more. the same amount like that we know when it comes to anatomy, but you guys also go more in depth with the scalp and the neck. Right, right. We do a little bit, like we do do some, but we don't focus on it as much as say muscles of the face. Right, but like for me, like I know that I'm not that great when it comes to teaching the anatomy portion of it, but I know that you are really knowledgeable when it comes to that. So I would feel more comfortable having my students go to you talking about anatomy and getting the ins and outs of that because it's the same textbook portions. Right. Right? Like there's it's still required within the curriculum that they have to take that. So, I would rather them know more than less. So, you know, helping bridge the gap that way I think is beneficial then also you're building rapport with your other uh, classmates, you know, because I mean, let's face it, we're all going to need those models when it comes to a facial or a leg wax or a Brazilian or even a shampoo and style or a haircut. You know, now you're building these connections within the school from other students. And, you know, the great thing about working together is that you have instant clientele right at your fingertips. You know, like I... You know, it, let's let's have a scenario here. Like Heather's my uh, classmate, and I need a model for a uh, shampoo style. I mean, Heather's got really short hair, but you know, with with our with our school, we we teach a, a shampoo method that is really relaxing, and it's a whole experience. So she's never had that before, and she has it. And now she's she's stuck, right? Like, and she's not stuck, but she she loved it so much that she wants another one. 
So now you have... It's a, even that same word of mouth where it's not coming from the students saying... It's coming from hey, somebody come, else. come to me for a shampoo and blowout. It's now me referring my friends. Right. And sitting there saying, oh my gosh, I was in school and I got... You know, and this is from students and it was amazing and it was, you know... And the same goes for facials and waxing and, you know, all the things. But it's it just kind of helps you build that potential clientele well we're also in a trade right like we we're working as a as trade workers in the industry so you have to think about yeah you're you're learning but from day one you need to start thinking about building that clientele so by the time you do graduate you have something to go into a salon or spa with you know um i feel like this industry just completely disregards all of that and says, okay, well, you're two weeks from graduation, go find yourself a job. Well, but I think the hard thing with, like when I went to school, it was a huge thing where they're like, get your clients information. You want like their, the school's goal was to get those clients to follow you. Right. right. So that was the goal. Um, a lot of schools, the hard thing is a lot of schools, the people who are clients there are not people who are going to pay. Well, there's there's a, there's a difference between school clientele and... Right, but I feel like know. the majority of school clientele are, is that school clientele type of person. Like, they're just... Yeah. They're devoted to the school pricing as opposed to the actual... Yeah, Technician. absolutely. The um, the Groupon chasers, if you will. So that's that's, and that's that is one thing. It hard within the industry of building a clientele. Yeah, because another another thing is with with this industry is that you have all these um, degree chaser generation, um, the boomers, and I, I would even say the generation after the boomers. You know, they're they're so concerned about you're not shit until you're shit on paper, but Gen X, Gen X, you know, but it's it's one of those things. It's like, well, what what industry do you know of that was recession proof and pandemic proof? And I can tell you right now, I was busier during the pandemic than I was probably ever. I had more requests for fixing things from home disasters. And I mean, you, you know, you obviously you do it safely, but yeah, but that's another thing about our industry is like universal precautions has always been a thing for us. Like, right. That's and that goes across the board for anyone in the beauty industry, you know, massage therapy. Right. Um, then you have states, then you have states that are trying to deregulate, which is stupid. And that's that boomer generation and that Gen X generation that are, you know, well, they don't know anything because they're trade. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but we have to do continuing education and we have to maintain certain, um, you know, sanitation requirements within our industry because we are dealing with people on a regular basis. So, um, again, that's a, that's another topic. And I think what we might do is, uh, we might bring in our friend, um, that has started a revolution, if you will. Um, but we'll introduce her at another date, but, um, that'll be, that'll be a fun conversation. That will be a huge conversation. I'm, I'm looking forward to that conversation, which I think we have a meeting with her this week, right? I can't remember. I I put it on the calendar. Yeah.
Don't worry about it, Mia. Don't worry about it, Mia. Okay. Shouldn't you be in bed? So, um, yeah, it's just finding ways to help, you know, build yourselves up and not um, see it as all competition, you know, like we're in the same industry. We share the same clientele. How about we just work together and not be dicks, dicks and douche canoes. Um, but yeah, that's that's my little take on the uh, bridging the gap. Heather's take on bridging the gap. Um, I think it's just a matter of being open, right? There has to be a conversation. There has to be, and the willingness to see that this person's not my competition, even within each industry. So two cosmetologists, like the way that you're not going to mesh with every single client that you no, have. No, you're not. Right? You're not, you're just not. And and it's not taking offense, you know? If you don't mesh with that client, then you don't mesh with that client. And it's fine. And it's nothing, the thing is, it's not personal. Like we have a, a situation currently with a stylist that um, is working in the same vicinity. And we... We're, I, I was doing hair on a client and she saw that the client that my guest used to go to her and she got super offended and um, it, it's it, it wasn't I'm out for blood trying to take your clientele is just their personality met mine better than yours it's not offensive it's getting over yourself with your ego because well, I mean, in reality, I, I am a very acquired taste. Like, <laughs> Heather is acquired. You either love me or you hate me. And the list of people who hate me is really quite large. But I don't actually know where I was going with that. I don't either. Will farts. Give me, a, give me a second. <laughs> no, so I totally understand when people are like, oh... I just didn't feel comfortable with her or and that's totally fine i may not have felt comfortable with you either but i can keep her professional right and i'll i'll do what i can but i mean your every client isn't going to be perfect for every stylist and that's why i mean thankfully that's why there's so many of us i mean we, we do find, we have a lot of beauty professionals in the industry in utah in utah like utah is very saturated but i think the reason for the saturate the high saturation is there's someone there's for someone everybody. for everyone you know like utah as wide it is as it is here like it's also kind of a little melting pot you know like there's something for everyone in utah um, you just have to know the right people, um, especially when it comes to like personalities. You know, it, it is you have the f extreme religious to the extreme non-religious to the extreme political to non-political. So there's there's a, a walk of life in Utah for everyone, and um, but you, and there's a cosmetologist or an esthetician or a massage therapist for every type of person. Yeah, absolutely there is. And so it's like you don't mesh well with this person, that's fine. Find a new place. But what I'll say to the technicians, whether the cosmo or the esthetician or the massage therapist, like don't take it personally. Don't. Like it's not you. It's really one of those moments where it's like it's not you, it's them. 
but that's fine, right? Because it's fine. For ev- it's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. You know, there's there's for every person that's not for you, there's five people who are for you. Right. And it all it all starts with, you know, your personal friends circle, you know, and you work from there and you start building from there. And, you know, there's always going to be that one person in your friend circle that's not going to mesh well with you professionally. You know, does it mean that you can't be their friend? No. But you'll always come across the friend who wants the discount or the free or the, well, we're friends. Well, if they you they were really your friend, they would pay your price and tip you. And support you, 100%. Because that's supporting you. That's supporting your business. So, I mean, there's, there's so much within this industry. And, you know, when it comes to bridging that gap, it's just working together and not getting butt hurt over you know anything. the anything really because i mean her clientele could be, potentially be my clientele it's being open to working together and i think right. that's the hard thing it's understanding it's that whole basic understanding that estheticians are far more introverted cosmetologists are far more extroverted if you work together you have this happy balance of like one normal person yeah right right and as a Cosmo, like I'm not a cosmetologist, obviously, but the piece of advice I would give or ask of you guys would be like approach an esthetician. Say hi. Say hi. Because Lord knows we're not gonna be the first to do it. No. Because we scaredy pants. And we're pretty sure that you're gonna judge our hair. I'm used to it. People are always judging my hair. That's because it's, it's green. green. <laughs> but I'm used to that, right? And uh, imagine having a like it, it's feminine, but it's short and it's bright green. And we're walking around Washington D.C. full of like conservative suits and you know business professionals and. She's always getting these compliments on her hair from these business professionals like, oh, my God, I love your hair. I wish I could do that. Yeah, well, I'm just lucky I work in a profession and at a place where I can. And then there's me. I've done everything to my hair. You look homeless. I I don't look homeless (laughs) anymore. You used to. I used I mean, to because like I went six months up. without a haircut. You're like one step up from homeless. No, no, no. Right he's homeless chic. Oh, is that like boho chic? But oh, homeless chic. Homeless chic. Maybe I should douse myself with some patchouli. Hey, patchouli is a nice thing. I love. I like patchouli. Don't hate on the patchouli. So, but yeah, bridge that gap. Don't be douches. Like, we're the only ones who can change our industry. Like, we have to be the change that we want to see. It's not the and early 2000s and uh, the 90s anymore. Like, we, if we want this industry to be the industry that we all want to work in, we have to change that mold. And we have to change the mindset of the I'm better than you. Just because you work in an Aveda, or just because you work at a Massage Envy, or just because you work solo on your own no one is better than the other work <laughs> work is work work is money's work. money like don't you be judging me around christmas time if you see me on the corner like it's christmas time okay <laughs> gotta get them presents seriously like you you just leave well enough alone but i'm just saying we need to get rid of the mindset of 
just being pretentious. And I will say hairdressers are notorious for, what's the proper word for that, pretentiousness? For Is being that, pretentious. For being yes. pretentious. You know, like, I remember when I, from my first salon job I worked at, um, they're dead now, but uh, Tony and Guy, they were... They're dead. They, uh, <laughs> like dead. the dinosaurs. Yeah, like the dinosaurs. Um, you know, like, our followers that have been in the industry from, like, you know, I would say... Early 2000s. Early 2000s and later will know these names, but... I've had students currently that have no idea who they are. So um, Tony and Guy and Vidal Sassoon and all those guys, like that's where I kind of started in uh, the industry. And, um, you know, Aveda is still a house name because of their product. But same with Paul Mitchell. Same thing with Paul Mitchell, but it's it's a brand name. Like, um, and it, I'm not shitting on any of these guys, but you know, their philosophies are dead for a reason, and the reason for that is because of that pretentiousness. You know, there's so many salons out there that are so pretentious. You walk in and you're like, oh, you have an appointment? Yeah, I have an appointment. Well, who's your appointment with? Like, just based off, like, we, we were, oh, my God, we were on our um, way back from D.C. <laughs> this is a funny little story. It has, no, it has, has to nothing to do with hair, but it has everything to do with pretzels. I don't pretzels. even know why it bugged you guys so much. Oh, my God, it was, she was so judgy. She was rude. Oh, my God. Get so, we, we are on the um, Ohio Turnpike or the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and they have these little service stations, which I think every freeway should have. Um, Because you pull in, you get gas, you get food, you get everything all in one stop. And you you travel another 150 miles, you stop and do it again or whatever. But we get to this Auntie Annie's pretzel place with them. Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's. And we, there's four of us. It's myself, Heather, Mia, and Izzy. And... And we eat. We eat. Like, we, we like our food. We're not shy. And between myself, a grown man, and Heather, a grown grown woman, (laughs) especially when she says, lem, 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 Um, and then Mia, who is a competitive dancer, and Izzy, who is a competitive gymnast, we're all just grown men. Literally. (laughs) And we eat like grown men. Buffets are good to us. Yes. We get our money's worth at buffets. Yes, we do. But we walk into this Auntie Anne's pretzel thing, and we're like, we want four large pretzel bites. And this bitch behind the counter was like, I'm sorry, you want what? Four large pretzel bites. Are you sure, she says? We're like, yes, bitch. Like, give us our damn pretzel bites. (laughs) Mia and I were so offended that she was offended that we were ordering four large ones. In at the realistically, we could have gotten away with three. Yeah, I ate mine, but Heather was hoarding the cheese. I was not. It's not we my totally fault. Were hoarding it's the not cheese. my fault that you were dainty dipping in the cheese because you were afraid. <laughs> like I had a whole other one. It's not my fault that you were conserving it. But you were the cheese holder. I was literally just holding it while you dip. But you were like, dipping too. Yeah. I'm not going to take your last dip dip for the the pretzel. You were going to say we had a <laughs> second. Chip. Cheese. There's still another cheese in the car. Yep, it's in the back. 
the car, the car, can. car cheese. Apparently, it's Mia's car cheese now. It's well, you ate that granola bar, did you? But that was a granola bar, not car cheese. That's disgusting. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> that's so gross. Anyway. But anyway, back on to the whole pretentiousness of the salons. I mean, it, it's like that damn bitch at Auntie Anne's, right? Like, you don't want to be judged just based off of what you're ordering, <laughs> you know? But us in the industry, we're doing it all the damn time. It's how you approach it, right? Like, judge them without knowing, without, without them knowing them know it. that you're judging them. Like. Wait until you get to the back out of earshot. Yeah, Wait and that's a good conversation. Your, that is a great conversation. Wait until, you know, you're on your podcast. Or like, we, we have we have clients oh that we... Lord, do we? As soon as they leave, we're like, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Man, I have, I've had clients Jesus in the past. Jesus did not take the wheel on that one. No. <laughs> like, I've had clients in the past that I, I've come home and I've talked to Heather about, and she's like, oh, my God. Like, I want to meet them. Heather had a moaner in school. That's a different day. And a different topic. <laughs> then I, mean, I, then I had a. Then it. I had a. Uh, Dude, you I, had scabies. I, I I did have the Ooh. scabies client. And you had the scabies client. That that's a conversation. I'll take my moaner over scabies any day. That's true. Ooh. Like nasty 100% I'll take I will take six moaners Heather kicked me out of the house I didn't kick you out of the house <laughs> you are being over dramatic I pull up to the house after this whole scabies thing well I leave the salon I call Heather on my flip phone this we is are how- not that old <laughs> we had flip phones We no you had a Blackberry I'm sure no yes because you were a bougie bitch like that uh, you had to get your Blackberry okay well okay that just dates it then well, but still, I had a BlackBerry, and Heather had a Razor, a Razor phone, one of the OG Razor phones, not one of these new ones. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So I called her um, on my 2G status, and because um, to text it costs like 69 cents per text at the time. Yeah, and it was nights and weekends free. After 8 p.m. After 8 p.m. You could call unlimited minutes. Ooh. So we saved all of our phone calls for that. That's a whole other issue. That's <laughs> We're another, old. Yeah. It's anyway, fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Drink your wine. I'm drinking. Um, he could be older. Just saying. Okay, so anyways, he calls me and tells me about this scabies client. I had a brush in with scabies. And so... Scurvy. <laughs> at the time, we had a three-month-old infant at the house. And I was like, you ain't sleeping in the bed. Like, you have to... Co-. I was like, did you, like, disinfect yourself? Yeah, we did everything they could at this... At this at, I think you were in school still. No, I, I just started at Tony and Guy. So he, he was like, yeah, we disinfected. We did this, but I still... I said, okay, there's a trash bag outside. And there's some pajamas. <laughs> Put your clothes in the trash bag and then you can put your pajamas in and then you can come inside but you have to sleep in the bathroom so I didn't kick you out of the house I kicked you out of the bedroom I felt like I was kicked out so he had to sleep in the bathroom that night I don't know how he slept I don't Let know me, if he was but what, what house was this in? Houston Misty Dawn in the Houston. Houston house? that's a small bathroom <laughs> The tub was big enough, okay? You he slept was in fi- the tub. 
He's fine. Was it comfy? No, not he's at all. He's fine. I was but comfy. look, he's fine now. I'm fine now. I was comfy. Yeah, because you were sleeping in the bed with me. Yeah, see? That's and look comfy. what happened to you. That's a conversation for another day, but it's well, fine. I'm doing just fine. So yeah, I had this like brush in with scurvy um, from this client. And she had like these band-aids all over her. And I was like, hey, what's your band-aid? What were all these band-aids for? And she goes, oh, I have scabies. Oh. I'm like, uh, I can't, I'm gonna have to refer you to the physician, you know, because that's what we're told in school. You must refer to a physician and like. Stop the service and refer them to a physician. That's correct. And we did and we stopped the services and she left immediately. But um, yeah, that's my scurvy story. Or scabies, not scurvy. Yeah, it's scabies. I mean, I thought you were saying scurvy to be funny, but I didn't realize you. <laughs> I didn't realize you're dumb. <laughs> well, you know. It's, yeah. It's a good thing you do good hair. I, I, I make people pretty. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I get home. I put my stuff in the bag and... He left the bag outside. Left the bag outside. Where'd you change? On the, on front, the front porch, porch in the middle of the neighborhood front porch. it was like 10 o'clock at night it was fine okay, so but it's no also houston watching him it seriously it was houston like nobody would have thought anything of it that's true yeah i was thinking it was like 5 6 p.m no no it was like 10 o'clock at night well because the mall closed at 9 10. no it closed at 10 i didn't get home until like 11. yeah okay whatever Okay, so it's um, like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> it was 2 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, he, he had to change it in the... That's there was no cameras. No. No. Well, yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. I don't even know what the topic of this podcast is. It's anymore. just... I mean, I know it was bridging the gap, but I don't really feel like I, we I feel we like we, we, we covered it. We covered bridging the gap. But there, there's a lot of weirdness in this conversation. That's fine. That's fine. You got whale farts and bridging the gap and... Uh, you <laughs> got whale farts and scurvy. What more could you ask for? Ooh, maybe that'll be the title. Whale farts and scurvy. Whale farts and scurvy. Ooh. Done. Um, so... But yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's going to be the podcast for today. Um, you guys have anything else to say? No. See, we should have ended it with a random fact. Yeah. Well, I have more. Random you did facts. way too much in the beginning. You were like, "Bam!" Random facts. All right. Well, note to self. No, don't don't try to search up another random. No, fact, it's I... not going to be good. Oh, we forgot one. That one horrible boss and job. I have way too many. Oh. <laughs> and I can't talk about them without people knowing who they are. Oh, I can totally talk about it. You want to hear mine? It's where I met you. Oh. 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 Oh, you're not talking about me not as you. the boss. No, no, oh. no. See, I thought about that oh. one, but I thought you were that just goes down a deep, dark That tunnel. is a really dark, dark rabbit hole. I thought you were talking hole. about her as your boss, and I go, No, she fired not, me. You're yeah, not I know. sleeping I in the bed tonight. I thought you were talking about me, too. I was like... No. Do you want to sleep on the bathtub bench outside? No. The bathtub no. It is. Where where Heather and I met is um, this is almost twenty years ago. Y'all gonna get in trouble for this? No. No, he's in prison. He is in prison. Ooh. Yeah. Ew, so yeah, that's um, should we talk about it? That's up to that. You opened that can of worms. I, I, we're gonna talk about it. Oh. 
So I am uh, a 17 year old young lad. No, you were 18. I checked your driver's license. Oh, was I 18 already? Yes, I had to make sure you were 18. Mommy's like, I did a background check on you. And I photocopied it to make sure that I had proof. <laughs> so um, I was 18 years old, just moved to a new city, didn't have a job, living with my dad. No, you were living with Amarita. Oh my God, I was, wasn't I? How do you know this? He does. I have a better memory than he does. Yeah. He literally cannot remember what happened this morning. Let's just be real. I made you guys breakfast. That's about spam it. eggs and rice. Yeah, but you didn't fry the spam. I did. But not was it long soft. enough. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I like my spam a little floppy. For the night on floppy spam. <laughs> so, 18, oh, 18. Scurvy and floppy spam. <laughs> yeah. Floppy spam episode. Um, so, I'm 18 years old, just moved to just moved to Utah. I needed a job. I was a dog groomer at the time, and uh, I called up a bunch of doggy daycares, and this particular doggy daycare um, seemed like a good fit. So, I got a job interview with Heather and the owner of that doggy daycare. And uh, I basically was handed the job immediately as I walked through the door. Um, we were desperate. You guys were desperate. We were desperate. You have no idea. So, um, I mean, you have an idea. A, a couple weeks go by, and uh, the owner of that business. Um, oh, this was like a couple months. Oh, was it a couple months? Yeah, because you started in like November. And then. How do you remember? I got pregnant months? with Mia. You didn't get pregnant with Mia until 2005, though. This was 2003. So then it's years. Oh, yeah. But that still happened in 2005. The, um, no. Because that's when I moved. Because of everything that was happening. I was already pregnant. Remember, he said, good thing you're not having a boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, this guy um, was a complete POS. And... Uh, he was a um, he he was arrested basically for multiple accounts of forcible sodomy on minor, and um, by dealing and wheeling cocaine uh, through the business, and uh, we were none the wiser to the whole thing until he like openly admits all of this to Heather, while one of the clients of the business was undercover boarding his dog for in daycare, and um, and I just thought it was a really fun trick that Kazi always had. Right. Like, I just thought she, because he would always be like, want to see what she can do? And he'd be like, Kazi, gift, gift. And little did I know they were, like, searching for shit. <laughs> so, like, all the time I would just bring Kazi up and be like, Kazi, gift, gift. Because <laughs> she was so smart and she, she was, was so, so good. Cool. She was so cool. I was like, cool. let's bring her into this room and see what happens. And then I'd be like, what, is, what happens if she sits? <laughs> Why is she sitting so Why much in this particular so room? Like, Why does okay, she keep staring at the wall? Let's go back and play. Um, so, anyway, this guy ends up going to prison and... Uh, Wait, that was the dog? Kazi was the dog. Is the drug dog? Interesting. So we're we're sitting we're sitting in the business. We're closing up, and SWAT the, team comes the SWAT in. team comes rolling in, bursting in, like M16s in hand, all swatted up. Um, I was five months pregnant at the time with you. Oh Jesus! And the owner straight up looks at Heather and says, "I slept with the wrong seventeen-year-old." And I said. 
all 17-year-olds are the wrong 17-year-old. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy um, ends up going to prison. And Is he currently in prison? Yes, and he will not be getting out like anytime call. soon. He would, like, call all the time after he was in jail. And would you like to accept a collect call from, well, I guess, your mom's paying the bills. So, sure, I'll take the phone call. And he would, like, tell me everything. And I'm like, should you be talking about this on the phone with me? No, because it's all recorded. Yeah, and so I was like, should you be saying anything? And then they wanted me. So then I moved. Did you ever see him when you worked there? I ended up. That's another conversation for another time. Another time. That's. That's next podcast. Well, I ended up moving. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with the business. They tried getting me to buy it so that I could keep it. And um, another girl that was working there, her dad ended up buying it, renaming it, rebranding it. And they're still open today in a different location. And they're doing well. So I'm really happy for them. Do you ever ever hear from them? No. And then, um, yeah, I remember I was in Houston, like waddling around in the humidity because I was pregnant and I got a phone call and they asked if I would come and testify (gasps) I I didn't know that and I said no I said I'll make a statement if you want I said but I never witnessed anything like I never actually so everything is just stuff that I heard yeah you know and stuff that I was told and stuff that he would tell me and so I was like I'll make a statement I said but other than that I don't god what a creepo so what a creepo. So I just kind of wanted to leave that behind me. As you should. Yeah. I mean, I worked there. I like, I built that business. Yeah, you did. We started with five dogs. How cute. And by the time, dogs. by the time I left. That's we where mommy were, got Jersey. We were booked solid. Yep. Like months in advance. We would have like anywhere from 70 to 100 dogs a day. Wow. It was a fun job. It was fun. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the creepy boss. Um, I was thinking about that one, too, the creepy boss story. But then I was like, that's a deep, dark rabbit hole. Though. I don't know. And it's there's so much more to that story, too. Sorry to leave you guys in suspense, but... If you want to know the whole story, shoot us a message and maybe we'll do an episode of just that story. Yeah. I feel like you guys have a lot of, like, big stories that can be, like... We, we, we have a, we have we a lived, lot. We've lived a long life. Yes, we have. Y'all aren't even 50 yet. I mean, dude, I'm close. Not very. I'm in, like, my late 40s now. Yeah. <laughs> you just turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time you're 50... Hold on. Ten years, friend. I gotta do math, man. Just add ten to... I'll be, like, legally drinking. This will be great. You will be 20... Your sister will be legally drinking. Exactly. So it'll be the time of our lives. Oh, in ten years, Isabel will be... Or we could just move to Scotland. Legal drinking We are not... That's Mia's random fact. Okay, Mia's random fact. (laughs) So, in Scotland, there is... A lower legal drinking age than there is here in America. The legal drinking age for someone is to be 18, right? 18. Perfect. I'd move there. But to put the little maraschino cherry on top, if you're like going on a walkabout and you're like, oh, I'm hungry, and like 
there's a cute little restaurant or cute little pub on the side of the road. Just randomly. You could like sit down, have a burger, have some poutine. Oh my god, that poutine? That poutine was so, so good. good. Focus. You could have some poutine. And you're like, hey mom, can I get a beer? And if your legal adult, mom, dad, whatever you call them, says yes, you can order beer or any alcoholic substance starting at age 16 with a good meal. That is my fact of the day. Thank you very much. Good night. See y'all next episode. So do you think, do you think the, uh, like, because they do that, the um, taboo factor is taken away? Oh, for sure. You know, like, that—that that is one thing that I've always had a big belief in. And, like, you see it all the time in Utah where people are so, um, like, there's this huge taboo factor on everything in Utah. Smoking, drinking, uh, partying. But then that's what makes it so enticing. You know, but... You know, if you do this, you're not going to get to the uh, seventh layer of heaven or whatever they call it. Seventh layer? I don't, I don't know. Oh, just so me. anyway, um, <laughs> Mormon facts, right? But um, again, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, we have gonna, lost all of our Mormon uh, listeners. No, we're, we're just, I, I am ignorant to the LDS beliefs. So just blame me. Um, and I, I mean it in no, uh, no insult whatsoever. But. Um, the if you take the taboo away the enticing the enticement of it is not that enticing anymore right like we drink in front of our kids they've you know tasted wine (laughs) they've done all this does that say splatter zone (laughs) with a hippo butt yeah with poo coming out. That's disgusting. <laughs> but you know, that's that's one of those um, conversations, and I, I, I got an, I got one person that I could probably think of on bringing on the podcast that could you know really delve deep into the whole um, thing if we want to get into that. You and me? No, it's not you. No, oh, it is definitely not you, my friend. Thank no. God. Mia, you know Catholic school. And Honestly, I would love to have like. Not a good beer. Beer tastes like butt cheeks. And you've had how many butt cheeks in your life? Yeah, yeah why are you drinking butt cheek? <laughs> I'm not You trying. drinking swaps? You. <laughs> <laughs> what were Like that dancer? Oh my god. Dying. <laughs> this is why you don't wear gray when you dance. White. He was wearing, <laughs> wearing white, white tights. It was so bad. It was so bad. His dancing was amazing, but I couldn't get over the fact that you could see his, his swass throughout the big. whole thing. If you're going to wear white tights, at least wear like... Have something with a coattail. Yeah. Or but don't the male ballerinos? Ballerinos? What do you call a male ballerino? They're male dancers. Oh, wait, no, that sounds like a strip club. That's Chippendales? <laughs> like, what do you call a male... What do you call the equivalent of a ballerina, but the male version of? I think it's just a male ballerina. Yeah. Or, like, a male dancer. But male dancer sounds more like Chipp- Chippendales or the Thunder from Down Under. Okay, well... Because I know I know they wear those padded thongs to make their... A jock strap. It's a jock strap with, like, what, like, three socks in it? It's like... How can you know this, Mia? 
How, how many TikTok? Me- oh, okay. Damn you, TikTok. <laughs> Ruining my child. Oh my god, why, why are the fish eating that person's eye? It's like eye? a thong, too. It's like a little piece of string. So if I have any... Me- Ooh, I could ask Jimmy. Jimmy would know. Would he? Jimmy would know. Jimmy, if you're listening, please let us know what a male dancer is called. I'm pretty sure it's just a male dancer. dancer. It's not a ballerino. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a ballerino? I don't think so. I'm pretty positive it is not a ballerino. Well, because ballerino sounds Spanish. And, most and ballerina doesn't? Well, no, because ballet is French. But they still use the masculine and the feminine within their language. So yeah. ballerino... No, no, that's not A's how it works. And E's. Ballerina, I think. Ballerina, I think, I think, Leland, if you're listening, <laughs> please fix our French. <laughs> he did. He was the one who taught me French. But like, don't tell people that because then they're going to be like, he's a terrible teacher. He is a phenomenal teacher. Phenomenal. Anyway, it's been is three just years. special. It's been three years since I've taken a French class. So anyway, um, I think that's going to be our conversation for the night. We're going to end it on that happy note. Ballerinos. 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 <laughs> we, we need more ballerinos in our lives. Do. Because uh, I'm tired of my oldest daughter being dropped <laughs> in her dance groups because people need to do more push ups and not have. That heavy too. No, you're like 30 pounds soaking wet. I'm not 30 pounds. Okay, well, you're under 100 pounds, and they drop you. Four four people, four kids her age drop her. It was um, eight. Eight? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, they need to pick up sandbags or something and move them because... um, Be nice. Yeah, why is it that Izzy can pick you up herself? Because Isabel is... At the waist. (laughs) Isabel is 85 pounds of pure muscle. I mean, yeah, okay. Fair. She does 25 okay. hours of gym a week. Well, if what anybody has any comments, questions, cri- cri- critiques, constructive criticism on this. Oh, I was going to say concerns. No, no concerns. Don't give me your concerns. That's Just opening. Kidding. That's opening a can of worms that I don't have to deal with. Just stop listening if you don't want to listen to us. Because <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah. So, like you heard, the conversation's not always beauty industry related. It's not. We try. We try to sprinkle in our little bits of knowledge here and there. We're supposed but, to be trying. Yeah. Just kidding. I was trying. Um. But one of these days we'll do, maybe we'll do like a parenting something or a... I mean, it's all over the all over the place. It really kind of is all over the place. So. Which is fine. It's more of like a chat show anyway. And yeah. And I'm almost done with my second glass of wine, so it's fine. And that's you finished m- that whole bottle? I finished the bottle. It's fine. Buggy. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> Just let it happen. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to our, what Mia likes to call, banta. No. Oh, since it's July 3rd, don't forget to leave out cookies and chocolate milk, and Captain America will come to your house tonight. Yes. Um, It's not true because I've done it for years, and he has yet to actually show up in my house. And it makes me sad. That's America's ass. It is America's ass. And I am okay with that. 
Maybe I should watch that. That's what I was saying. There's one night I was watching it and the TV like paused right, right on America's ass. That's and so I just left. That's delightful. I just left it. <laughs> I think it was your dad was working an overnight one night. Like. When he came home, it was just America's ass on the TV. It was great. And you were passed out on the couch. I was like, what have you been doing? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. All life. right. Well, Let good night, guys. Life. And thank you. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and do all those things that, you know, those annoying people say at the very end of podcasts. I'm just um, drinking. And Heather's finishing her... Oh. It's almost... She's got like oh. one swig. And she's done. All right. Thanks, guys.